At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. I'm Amal Shaw filling in for Matt Eumanns alongside Vinny Maiulo. Vinny, time to get to the NBA. This hour we're going to have senior VEASAN analyst uh, Jonathan Von Tobel join us in about 10 minutes. He picked the Clippers to get to the NBA Finals before mm-hmm. the season started. They're still alive. They're going to have an uphill battle, though, without Kawhi Leonard, who's going to be officially out for game number two, according to Ty Lue, head coach of the Clippers. Chris Paul did not play in game number one for the Phoenix yeah. Suns, Vin, but I think they're still in great shape once they get him back in the lineup. I thought if the Clippers were going to steal a game on the road, this was the opportunity. Well, every time they made a move yesterday, right, on, we did see him get within two late in the, uh, in the, uh, in the game, but... Uh, again, the Suns showing depth and maturity. Let's listen. It's a young team. We know that it's a young team, uh, but Chris Paul really added that veteran leadership and that element to him. And with him being out and them winning that game, that's as, that's a big bigger statement to me than uh, the Clippers going down without Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I think what we're starting to see here uh, is a a Suns team that is really starting to mature. Look, it's been a young team for a long time. They've drafted well. We talked about it in the first hour. Uh, They were in a position to draft well. They earned those draft picks by virtue of their poor performances. But they've drafted wisely. They've been patient with their young players. And those one-and-dones or those, you know, uh, uh, the guys that they drafted after their, their sophomore season, 
they've matured. They've, they've become men now, and they're and they're playing well together. They've got good shooting. They've got depth. They play defense. They have good interior defense too, and that's really when you think about it. Even though Anthony Davis was hurt, that's really what was the undoing, I think, in, in uh, for the Lakers in that series. So uh, I like what the what the Suns are, are doing, and uh, they're they're not showing signs of uh, going away anytime soon in terms of uh, how they're going to get better over the next few years. Clippers, on the other hand, I just don't know how they're going to be able to to win this series uh, and win four out of the next six games. Uh, against this uh, young Suns team uh, that's playing exceptionally well uh, uh, without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, total games, uh, DraftKings has a prop bet on 4.5 over minus 4.55, 5.5 over is minus 118, and 6.5 over is plus 260. Vinny, I like under 5.5 here at minus 110. I don't think the Clippers are going to be able to win two games. I think one aspect of this series that's going to be really challenging for the Clippers, aside from the Kawhi injuries, they played 13 games to get through the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Suns played 10 games. Additional rest, I think that's going to make a big difference as we continue to get into this series. And, uh, you know, they've shown the ability to play well and to win and be successful on the road, to your point. I think that's a key point. And even if Kawhi does come back, we know he's not going to be 100%. So, uh, again, the team that's deeper right now, Although, look, we saw what the what the uh, what the Clippers did in the previous series. Uh, I'm not going to write them off, but I know this. Uh, look, look at look at the adjusted series prices approaching five dollars now, four seventy five and climbing. Yeah, Utah blowing the big lead in the second half in game number six of the Staples Center. Terrence Mann with a tremendous performance in that one. Let's go out east. Bucks are going to be hosting the Atlanta Hawks here. The Hawks are real surprised. The five seed taking on the number three seed in the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this is a Milwaukee team with an impressive win in game number seven on the road in overtime. Chris Middleton's jumper holds up as they win it, and they limit Brooklyn to just two points in that overtime session of five minutes. Uh, Vinny, to me, I think Milwaukee rolls through Atlanta here probably in five games. Seven and a half on the opener. They took the seven and a half, uh, and now seven. I want to get your thoughts on Are you surprised at that number? Uh, but I just want to point out when the reasons I like the Suns are some, some of the same reasons why I like the Hawks. Another team that's been patient with a young roster and, and continuing to develop them. They're playing, they're playing really good, and, and they're playing good at a, at a very – uh, at the most critical time of the year. So, but look, you got to give the Bucks credit. They were down two games. All right, they lost the first two games of the series uh, uh, to the Nets and came back and did a terrific job in winning four, uh, uh, four, uh, four of the next five. So, good for good for them. Good. This is going to be a fun series to watch. All four of these uh, teams, I think, are going to be fun uh, fun to watch. Yeah, you make a lot of good points in terms of Atlanta. I like Milwaukee in game number one and minus seven. I took them already. I see the lines now up to seven and a half, and I think he'll hit eight. I think Milwaukee defensively is going to present some real challenges for Trey Young. When you look at a Kevin Durant, he's one of the top three, top five scores. In the history of the NBA, mm-hmm. but you're going up against a Milwaukee team that seemed to really challenge him in terms of the shot difficulty which he had to overcome to be able to make some buckets, and it's only because of his greatness he was able to do that. As great as Trey Young is starting to become, I think it's going to be a whole different ball game for a guy who's about a foot shorter than Kevin Durant in terms of getting shots off. I mean, P.J. Tucker is going to look like Ben Simmons defensively on <laughs> Trey Young in this one, so be interesting to see Drew Holiday, tremendous on-ball defender. He'll get some opportunities to guard Trey Young. It'll be a real challenge in this one in terms of how this one plays out. This is my guys in the desert. We're going to be back with just more in here in just a minute on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. I'm Amal Shaw filling in for Matt Humans alongside Mr. Vinny Maiulo. Great to have you along. By the way, a belated happy Father's Day to you and everyone else out there as well. So Thank you, Amal. Hope, uh, hopefully your dad uh, and all the dads out there enjoyed the day yesterday. Absolutely. Then let's get into a little bit more of the NBA. We're briefly touching upon the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, these are two teams that are a little bit of a surprise for people to be there. Milwaukee, not as much, but the Hawks, really a shocker as the five seed, knock off the Knicks as a team having to go on the road, then again knocking off Philadelphia in game seven. And I'll tell you what, I know there's going to be a lot of criticism towards Ben Simmons, and rightfully so, but I thought the critical play in the game was one of my favorite players, Matisse Thibel, um, you know, two-time defensive player of the year in the Pac-12 at Washington, makes a critical foul on Kevin Herter on a three-point shot then. They were down one at that point. Mm -hmm. It was going to be a tough shot. If he makes it, you live with it. But uh, he fouls him, and then Herter goes to the line and knocks down all three, three, now, three throws. That's a good point, and, and Simmons is probably going to be a bit of a fall guy in this whole thing, yeah. uh, Amal, to your point. Uh, but the reality is this. Let's remember this, uh, uh, that Philadelphia had two games where they had, what, 18 and 26-point yeah. leads in the second half. There's, there's, there's no excuses for that. That's a collective team collapse. That's not a one-guy collapse. So uh, that that's where now, if you're Philadelphia, and we were talking to Matt Humans in, in the first uh, in the first hour, uh, you know, does does there begin a I don't whether you want to call it an overhaul, a retooling uh, uh, of sorts in Philadelphia? Who's going to absorb a Ben Simmons contract when a guy can shoot sixty percent from the free throw line when the ball is in his hands for a significant amount of the game, and 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 you got to knock those down in, in critical games, particularly in the playoffs when the games are close. Vinny, I would normally agree with you, but what I've come to realize after covering the NBA for 10 years and seeing so many of the trades that go through, there are a lot of dumb general managers in the <laughs> NBA. It's unbelievable to me that people will take on a contract like this. This guy is a liability. Vin, between the two-minute and the six-minute mark mm -hmm. of the game, you can't have him on the floor because teams are looking to foul him. Send sure. him to the free-throw line. 34.2% in the series against the Atlanta Hawks. We know what a terrific defensive player he is, but if you can't uh, shoot from the free-throw line, you're not creating offense. You're not a threat on one half of the floor. You're playing four on five. Yeah, it's, it's a liability situation. And again, uh, that that's something you have control over, right? Free throw, getting your free throws uh, squared away and getting, getting them. If, again, as a professional basketball player, and this isn't old school, if you're not making 80 to 85% of your free throws, uh, boy, that, that that's that's a problem. It, it really is. And speaking of making free throws, this is the guy that nails every free throw when it comes to information on the analytics Money. of the NBA. Money. Jonathan Von Tobel joining us. Decent senior NBA analyst. JVT, thanks so much for the time. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's going on, guys? Bend your knees. There you go. Go ahead. Yeah. Jonathan, we were just talking about Ben Simmons, and I know he's been the fall guy for this. I still point to the fact that even though Matisse Thibault's foul, I thought was the critical play of the game, letting Herder go to the line, because I don't think he was going to knock down that shot. Um, but what do you do if you're Philadelphia looking long-term? Is Ben Simmons a guy you retain and you hold on to, or do you try to move on from him? So I, you know, I personally I agree with Vinny's assessment. You know, there's a lot of fingers to point here. Doc Rivers is at fault. Joel Levine is at fault. Ben Simmons is at fault. Matisse Thibault is at fault. But in regards to your question, I'm all like, I think it just depends on what you're getting back, right? The, the problem with shipping him off, you know, I'm a very big fan of buying high and selling low. You know, you mean selling high and buying low, and you're you're selling low at this point right now, right? And so, what are you going to get back in a package for him? I know he's already been tied to Portland. If that returns a C.J. McCollum type, you know, given what the ancillary pieces of that deal would be, then that's probably a deal that you make. I think you could argue that 
Philadelphia is in need of more of a, you know, attack off the bounce true point guard presence as opposed to a CJ McCollum who's more of like, you know, an off-ball shooter. But regardless, he, he's going to help the cause, and he's going to be a little bit better than what they have right now. So I think it just depends on what you get back for him. But if that's the deal, I think that's kind of a win-win for both sides. Portland could use a really solid defender, and somebody could use a guard. Philadelphia could use a guard of that type. But if, you know, if you're shipping them off and you're getting back, you know, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you. I kind of, uh, you know, anything out of the ordinary in terms of something for Ben Simmons, I think that's not a deal you make, and he remains in Philadelphia. Hey, Jimmy T, you know, and we're, we're, there's a lot of finger pointing going on in Philadelphia, but I think at the end of the day, too, we've got to start giving credit to a very young and exciting uh, Hawks team that's uh, that's done a terrific job. And, and I like the way they're starting, you know, how they've com, you know uh, compiled this roster and the things that they're doing down there. In fact, I think that it's, a, it's very similar uh, from a philosophical standpoint uh, and uh, with Phoenix. Uh, but let's talk to, from your perspective. What do you like about the Hawks? And do you think this first, uh, this opening, and we used seven and a half. They took seven and a half, and now we're sitting at seven. Uh, talk about the, the Hawks team and this uh, this number in game one with the Bucks. So it's interesting to me because I think if we're talking from like purely a power rating perspective, right, like if that gets below seven, that's going to be a play on Milwaukee for mm-hmm. me, right? Because yeah. we're talking about Philly laying seven multiple times, right, in this series against the Atlanta Hawks. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't rate Milwaukee the same as Philadelphia. I rate them a little bit higher. And so you shouldn't be laying similar numbers as that team. And, well, Atlanta has been a very good team. You, you know, you like a lot of the pieces that they have outside of Trey Young, right? They have built the team very well. To your point, Benny, uh, you know, using their picks very wisely in the NBA draft, whether it's guys who are not even on the floor right now, right? Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, mm-hmm. Kevin Herter, of course, is obviously a piece acquiring Killing Capella. They've done a really good job. I just wonder from a matchup perspective, guys, like there's multiple things about this series that kind of gets me, right? One, Trey Young. You know, the, the Hawks in name McMillan tried to hide him on Seth Curry, and Seth Curry killed him. They burned him, and Seth Curry hit him in like a magical series in terms of his scoring and his output offensively because Curry was on him. Who are you hiding Seth Curry on in this series, right? If you're Nate McMillan, you're not hiding him on Drew. Like, Drew Holiday's going to eat him up. You know, you can't hide him just on PJ Tucker because Tucker does more than just camp out in the corner. There's a massive size discrepancy there. So that's an issue. And speaking of Drew Holiday, there is no quibbling about who you're going to put on Trey Young defensively. It's going to be Drew Holiday. And Drew Holiday is a really good defender. Mm-hmm. And so, like, starting with Trey Young and building outside of a lot of those matchups, there's just so many matchup advantages for Milwaukee. But at the end of the day, if we're talking purely power ratings, Ben, if that gets under seven, seven that's a play on the Bucks because that number is telling you that they're the same as Philadelphia, perhaps even a little worse if it continues to drop, and that's just not the case. We're talking with decent senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel. You can follow him on Twitter at MeJVT. Jonathan, I want to go out west. You picked the Clippers to get to the NBA final. This team is still alive now. Obviously, it's a different team without Kawhi Leonard in the lineup. Do you believe they really have a chance to win this series, or is it just going to be too difficult to overcome the loss of Leonard? Yeah, I mean, all yeah, you know, you know, any team has a shot, especially when you have some good talent like Paul George uh, on the floor. Yes, Paul George, uh, I think we're kind of done killing him, right? He's been absolutely incredible over the last five, six games and in the postseason. But, you know, it, quietly, it's funny, I haven't seen a lot of coverage on this, but very quietly, Marcus Morris only played 28 minutes, or 21 minutes in game one, guys. And if Marcus Morris is hurt and if he's not going to play, that's a really big deal, right? Because Marcus Morris by himself is not a piece that tips the scales in one way or the other. But Marcus Morris and Kawhi Leonard not being on the floor, that's something you can't overcome, right? Because in that game, in game one, you saw a lot of minutes for Rajon Rondo. You saw a lot of minutes for Vincent Zubac, more than we saw at the end of that series against the Utah Jazz because they could get away with it by playing guys like Marcus Morris, big minutes. 
So if Morris isn't going to be out there, that's a small ball center. That means more minutes for lesser guys that are on that bench right there. And that's a really big problem also. If you're going to tell me right now that Marcus Morris is coming back with no health issues whatsoever, even without Kawhi Leonard, then yes, I think there is, there's a very good chance that this Clippers team can still win this series more than the market, the, the folks are giving them credit for. But if you're telling me Marcus Morris is severely hurt and probably going to miss some time, that's, that's, at that point, that's just an injury that's one too far for this Clippers team. Yeah, I think what, what we're, we're already seeing that it looks like Kawhi is going to be out. And if he, if he does come back in the series, he's not going to be 100%. Obviously, Morse is not going to be 100% either. The number sitting at six. They haven't touched it yet. Uh, but if they're both out uh, for sure, and we know that Kawhi is, you may see this uh, this go up in this uh, the series price. Guys, now up to 475 and climbing. So we'll probably uh, they'll probably lay it if uh, there's more confirmation, particularly about Morris. Both of them being out is going to be difficult uh, for the uh, Clippers to overcome. You know, Nvidia. What I, what I find interesting about that game two line is, you know, let, let's say Morris isn't hurt and he's going to play. After game one, you know, I don't know what you guys watched, but when I watched game one, I didn't see a reason to you know, degrade the power rating on the Los Angeles Clippers by two points, right, or, or make the Suns two points better than what they were after game one. And, look, there's a four-point game with four two, well, like 4.6 left on the clock. There's a turnover, a foul, right, for no reason by the Clippers, all sorts of things right. that allow the Suns to cover that number. Um, so I, I thought it was pretty interesting, the opener of game number two, right? Like, that's a, that's a number that either tells me Marcus Morris is playing or that, uh, that Chris Paul is or maybe both. But I find it interesting that the market decided to move off of the number from game one after a very competitive and back-and-forth affair that, that showed that these two teams are kind of an even strike for the most part. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up uh, Chris Paul. What, what are your thoughts there, uh, JVT? How much of an impact is he for you in terms of where you're going to handicap these? Uh, we're talking about the Clippers injuries, but how about uh, in terms of uh, the Suns uh, with and without, uh, without Chris Paul? I'm saying, obviously, they uh, responded quite well yesterday. Yeah, well, no, I think this is like a, this would be a power rating similar to it, right, Benny? Because yep. you know, as odds makers have kind of shown us throughout the postseason, home court's worth about two and a half points. So we're talking about the Suns at their current number right now, laying about a point on the road in Los Angeles. You know, maybe a point and a half. So this is a, like this is Chris Paul's back, right? At least to me, this is the numbers that you would see if Chris Paul was on the floor here against the Los Angeles Clippers. You know, similarly power rated to the Utah Jazz, right? Uh, maybe even a little bit higher. So maybe you'll see a, a little bit of a bigger number when Paul is coming back. But, you know, the, the market's really high on this Suns team. And so, I, like, personally, like, I took my crack at it in game one. I, there was some, you know, some shenanigans down the stretch that caused them to cover that number. But I think, if anything, you know, the Clippers might be a bet on team on a game-to-game basis because the market has really come around on Phoenix. And, you know, not that, not that they shouldn't be because the Suns are a really good team. But it might be at a point where the power rating might be a little too high in certain instances, especially if Paul's back, because I could totally see this number six right now. Paul's announced, and you know this, Vinny, the market will still react, and we'll probably get to like six and a half, seven, if that's the case, and that's a little too high. Yep. JVT, right now you've got the Bucks at plus 110, Suns plus 170, Clips at 7 to 1, and Hawks at 11 to 1. Any numbers that jump out to you or anything that you really see an advantage on as we get down to and through the semis into the finals? No, I'm, I'm pretty adamant at this point, uh, unless you're betting on a team that's down in a series, right? You know, like the Los Angeles Clippers or something like that. You know, the future report's not where you're going to be looking for stuff, right? You know, a team like the Atlanta Hawks, you'll, you'll get more bang for your buck. The Hawks are going to be underdogs the rest of the way, right? We know that already. You know, you're probably going to get a little bit more bleeding out of, you know, juice out of the turnip, for lack of a better term, if you're just betting them series and then rolling it over, right? You know, take them before the Bucks series starts, roll that over if they win. 
into whatever the NBA Finals are going to be, you'll get a little bit more price out of them than you would on a futures board at this point right now. So that's what I've always been pretty adamant about. Unless, you know, the uh, Hawks, for example, go down to two games, then maybe that's something worth looking at at a futures price. But for the most part, I think you're done looking at the futures board right now. All the value is gone. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think it's very tough. If you had to pick one team at this point in time, who do you like to win it all? I mean, the Bucks seem like the most healthiest, right? Like they're, they're probably the best team, and they are the healthiest outside of the Dante DiVincenzo, you know, problem, sure. right? That, that he has been injured, and we saw his absence. So, I, like, I, the Bucks are clearly the favorite for a reason. They got everything working for them. But I'll tell you this. If you're telling me, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard is coming back, especially before game two, uh, then, you know, I'm right back with my Clippers. Man. You know, I think I funny in my last, the last podcast I titled it Vindication because I, I feel pretty vindicated. The Clippers were going to win this Western Conference if they were fully healthy. They had shown a different level. They looked, they looked like they were a step above Utah in those two games in Los Angeles, and then they lose Kawhi. This is a really good team. So if you're telling me Kawhi's coming back, then I'm going to stick with my Clippers, my Clippers team. But uh, if that's not the case, it's hard not to choose Milwaukee just because of the health situation and everything that they have going for them. JBT, you brought up your podcast. Tell us more about it and where the folks uh, and when they can listen to the next edition. Look at that. Did it on purpose so I can promote it. Nah, uh, the Hardwood Handicappers coming out every Thursday, uh, of course. Today is Monday. No new episode today, but we'll have a new episode up every single Thursday. Any interesting podcast, NBA sports setting centric. You can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Excellent, buddy. Well done. Do a tremendous job here on Vston, and of course on the podcast, Jonathan Von Tobel, Vston senior NBA analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at MeJVT. Check out his podcast, Hardwood Handicappers. JVT, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it, buddy. Well done, buddy. Thank you. He had to get up early this morning. He was on. Uh... Follow the money? Follow the money this morning. Oh, JVT, well, he's that, getting to be like humans. He's, you, you, you host, man. These guys just don't sleep. It's well, I don't sleep for different reasons, but, I mean, these <laughs> these guys are getting up early in the morning to be in here. So uh, I thought he, it was interesting. I think, you know, I think what, what JVT is also probably going to do is, is look, you know, he's got he's got his Clippers ticket, right, Futures, uh, future-wise. And, again, not going to write him off just yet. Uh, you know, look for them to respond to veteran roster. Uh, but I, I think this is this is a, a Suns team uh, that's that's just rolling on all cylinders. So I'm curious to see how he's going to manage that uh, as uh, uh, going forward. I mean, you know, and some folks would say, you know what, I'm going to press it up a little bit, or he's probably done so uh, along the way as well. Or do you, uh, you know, take a take a chance on? You, you can't lay the, the the Suns price right now at 475, 480 uh, on the series price. Uh, but do you maybe take a chance? Uh, and get the best price you could possibly get on the Suns to win the uh, uh, win the NBA title. Yeah, I you know I agree with JVT. I think Milwaukee's probably the in the best position to be able to win it. I like their chances a lot. And if you're Milwaukee, then I don't know if you're ever going to get a better opportunity. I mean, everything is aligned so well. Well, that's a good point. They did some retooling last year after last season. You got to give them credit for coming down uh, back from uh, from two games uh, at the beginning of the series with the Nets. Uh, they are the number one of, of the remaining team in terms of a power rating right now. Right, they're the number one team uh, that remains. So they're going to be favored uh, throughout this series, uh, and uh, well, obviously going into the series, and particularly if they win Game One, and uh, they're seven, seven and a half. Uh, and uh, you know, it depend. In either it doesn't matter who they play, as long as they're healthy, uh, they're going to be favored against both Phoenix 
uh, and or the Clippers. Yeah, they're, they're really in a great position. I think they shouldn't have too much trouble with Atlanta, but I also thought that about Philadelphia, so we'll see what happens in this next series. We come back and we get into the best bets, uh, see what I've got on tap here coming up in just a few minutes. Also, we'll give you an update from City Field and what's uh, the latest on Jacob DeGrom and the Mets. That's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook. The industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus and fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Rush Pay not valid in Iowa, must be 21. Playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as PlaySugarHouse.com. By the way, Ben, I don't think most people have a gambling problem. They just have a winning or losing problem. <laughs> I mean, nobody ever said to somebody who's got a, who bets every day and they win constantly, oh, he's got a gambling problem. 
That's because he's not gambling. He's investing. He's <laughs> it's exactly. It's just all how it's phrased, right? Uh, City Field, quickly, want to give you an update here. It is the Mets. Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry. I had to do it on air. They just misplayed the ball. Ben, did you see the error back there by the outfielders? Ball hit in the gap between Almora and I think it was Smith out in left field. They both misplayed. It's going to go down as a double. There goes the no-hitter for Jacob deGrom. I don't know where they found these two Keystone cops out in left and center field, Ben, but this is just an absolute disgrace. I'll tell you where they found them. In, in, in the 1962 version of the Mets, who uh, Marv Thronberry and uh, Al Jackson used to do that all the time. I got it. I got it. You got it. Uh, neither of us has it. There you have it, right there. Um, what a what a this, but this is this is a typical Jacob Degrom game, where the Mets struggle to score for him, and he's pitching terrific. He's got two walks today, right? That was the first. It's going to go down as a hit, but really, clearly, it's uh, it should have been an out. Should have been a third out of the inning. Uh, he's on a, uh, his pitch count is seventy right now. This is again. This is the first game of a doubleheader, by the way. Uh, remember that the uh, the Braves did play a doubleheader yesterday. Uh, this is a double uh, first game of a doubleheader here. So the seventieth pitch and uh, uh, Sandoval pops out to the uh, to the third baseman here. Uh, they're going to go to the uh, uh, to the bottom of the inning, tied. But Degrom, a typical game here. By the way, the other part is if you're the Mets and you're watching this. He's not thrown, he hasn't pitched a game yet this year where he's thrown more than 80, 85 pitches. So he's got 60 right now, right? It bears watching how it plays out here. Two more innings to go, and he really potentially should have had a no-hitter, but it's going to be blown as right now both teams one hit. The piece Mets leading right now, bottom of the fifth, one nothing. Keep you posted on that one. I want to give you a quick best bet here I've got coming up tonight. This will be at Wrigley Field between the Indians and the Cubs. Aaron Savali on the mound against Adbert uh, Alzelay in this matchup here. I really like this game under seven, wind blowing in at 12 miles an hour. Cubs continue to scuffle the score. That's been a real issue for them, and until they can get better offensively, I think it's going to be a real challenge in terms of what they're able to do. Also, want to give you a quick update from Copa America right now in Group A. Uruguay and Chile going in the 67th minute. It is 1-1 as Dracula. Luis Suarez has now leveled things up. The biter himself has gotten on the board for Uruguay as they have tied it up here at one apiece, uh, Vin, in this one. The original vampire. It yes. really is. We, uh, we had Uruguay as uh, half-goal favorites here, and you could have took, uh, took a dime. They were down one nothing, I think, in this game, weren't they? They, Chile, they was, were, and they're yeah. right now reviewing, and it looks like it's going to be a good goal. I don't even know what's there to review. Defender was uh, clearly uh, in front of Suarez yeah. as he was onside, so that goal should stand unless they're yeah. calling a potential push-off. Or, you know, in Suarez's case, he may have bitten somebody. So we'll keep you posted in case you know, things change there. Amal, getting back to your uh, Indians-Cubs uh, selection, you like the under in this game, I yeah. believe you mentioned. And uh, the wind blowing in uh, at about, uh, what, 12, 15 miles per hour. The game did go from 7.5 to 7. Uh, and the Cubbies from $1.40 now. And been holding steady at $1.48 uh, for, uh, for the last hour in the game. Yeah, this is a Cubs team. They've got to get this offense on track. In, once in their last eight games have they managed to score three runs. Think about that. In every mm-hmm. other game, they've been at two runs or less in seven of the last eight. So it's going to be a real challenge offensively, especially with Savali going. The other advantage, Vinny, that I see in this one is, remember, 
Savali normally would not hit in an American League park. So that's probably in the first five innings, two at-bats that you can almost ensure that you're going to get an out from the pitcher's position. You're right. And uh, the other part about Savali that's interesting, let's remember his record. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, we're talking about Jacob deGrom here, right, and all the other pitching matchups. And, of course, uh, you've got uh, the Dodgers-Padres going tonight with Odius and Darvish uh, uh, in San Diego. But let's remember this, that uh, Savali is 10-2 and this year. And uh, having a terrific season, and one of the uh, the main reasons, or, or a big reason, that the Indians uh, sit uh, near the top, they're battling with the, the White Sox in the American League Central. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one to keep an eye out for. Both teams in Chicago having successful seasons so far, but the White Sox are going to have to overcome the sweep at the hands of the Houston Astros this past weekend. We'll see if they're able to bounce back. When we come back, we're going to have a legend bookmaker here at the South Point join us. The legendary Jimmy Vaccaro joins us next here on My Guys in the Desert. any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Best. Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at decent.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast at. What the hell do I got to do to get in one of these things here, man? I'm not even on there? Oh, you actually have to bet money here. I forgot. Okay. I didn't even realize it. Maybe someday Mike Palm and I can get on there. Anyway, how's it going, Jimmy Vaccaro? <laughs> Welcome in the legendary Jimmy Vaccaro. What's your response to that, Jimmy? Relax. Yeah, I'm a little fired up. You know, Jimmy would be like sitting there saying, when we talk legendary bookmakers in Las Vegas, yeah. and we didn't include you. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> What's going on, John? First of all, where's my sunglasses? Jeez. It's so bright in here, isn't well, it? Yeah, just, yeah. You, you'll, you'll have a nice nice tan by the time you get out of here, Jimmy. Wow. I, I, know, I know you're not a follower of any team like myself. Wherever the money is, you tend to follow it. But the Vegas Golden Knights, I'm sure you guys have been drowning in VGK money of late. Uh, you know, it's not as crazy as it was like a year or two in prior okay. years because obviously now, you know, we've adjusted the odds so much over the past year and a half. It's not like, uh, I think, uh, actually I was looking at it with Chris a little bit earlier. Like right now I think we lose like 40000 if the Knights win, if they win it. And, of course, they have a long way to go uh, to get there. So, you know, you, you find out these things and you say, geez, it looks like it's bad, but at times it isn't as bad as you think it is. And, you know, while you're talking about the hockey, you two, and just jump in any time. You know, I hate it now. We're getting down to, like, not many teams left in both the NBA and, and, the, and the NHL. And for us, you know, you need these type of teams to play every night. Now we got the hockey tonight, which, call it like it is, kids, the hockey can't stand on its own. I mean, they can't draw that type of attention. Now, naturally, the Golden Knights be a little, a little higher. But and, uh, I, you still have to have certain situations and certain matchups to get through these, uh, these uh, long summer nights. So we'll see what happens from here. Uh, Lightning, $85, $85 uh, tonight against the, uh, the Islanders in Game 5. And the Golden Knights tomorrow night, 250 here uh, here in Las Vegas. 
on uh, at T-Mobile. And to, to Jimmy's point, too, I, I think what we're seeing, Jimmy, is because of the fact, well, again, going to uh, – uh, a, a tighter straddle, right? Mm-hmm. As Chris did uh, going into the uh, into the playoffs. There's a better price here on the dogs, uh, right? With the with the regional right. bias. Sure. So uh, while the uh, the fans here, uh, the locals here, love to bet and support the mm-hmm. Golden Knights, uh, more seasoned betters, the pros, are looking at taking a, a better price uh, with, in this case. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Well, we attract a lot of attention on the phone because these are the guys who bet a substantial more than the local who comes in here. So if you want to take your plus six or whatever, you're going to look at what we have because in, in 98% of the times it'll be as good or better than any other uh, price you'll see on, on a future bet. So that helps. But like tomorrow we have we have two games. You have the NBA game and we have the Golden Knights. I would have rather had the Golden Knights tonight, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, just go with the basketball tomorrow. But, you know, it's been good. And we've had a pretty good run the last 40 days, you know, with mm-hmm. uh, with the NBA and even the baseball and the hockey. And, uh, you know, we're grinding them down, kid. We ain't got much more room to go. Jimmy, you mentioned it with the NBA overlapping. It was kind of disappointing for a lot of fans, maybe if they don't have access to multiple TVs or in a location where they can watch both games between the Knights last night and Canadians right. and then, of course, uh, 76ers and Hawks. In terms of the action, is it still overwhelmingly favored in front, favored the NBA compared to the NHL at this point? Yeah, it is. It's going to be that way for quite a while. And yes, obviously, we're and hockey has done a lot better. Than mm-hmm. People like me, I don't know, Vincent in there also. Like going back, you know, ten or fifteen years, well, actually, like it started to build a little bit. And then actually, the other thing that boosted everything was simply that, you know, the legalized gambling everywhere, which means yeah. now you're you know about the hockey. So even if you come to town from another town, you know that you know you're going to look at the at the at the, car, at the hockey numbers anyway, because obviously it's there and it does. Uh, you know, it does draw attention. You know, before uh, forget the one thing I was going to tell everybody is like with these future bets is simply uh, if you manage the future future bets like you you're supposed mm-hmm. to with the people who runs them. Like mm-hmm. obviously you or and Chris is doing a mad, a magnificent yep. job on these. Yep. Like we're down we're down to the, the two teams. We don't need the Suns or the Hawks to right. win it all. Other than that, you know, we scoop up everything. But, you know, we're taking some fair bets. So I think the Hawks is about 140000 mm-hmm. uh if uh, if they win it. Remember the Hawks? That was a guy about a month ago took 25 to 1 for 3000 So, uh, you know, he, he jacked up there pretty good. So when you look at what you're supposed to do with these joints, I mean, we got guys – Believe me, they know what the hell they're doing. You know, the, uh, uh, the uh, it's it's interesting because there were two shorter prices. Obviously, the Clippers uh, at five to one. These when we, when the books opened, right? Five to one. Mm-hmm. The Bucks were seven to one. Uh, and, and again, I said the Bucks. You know, they made the final four. Let's remember they went with the Nets in the East, right? So yeah. there was so much uh, attention going to the Nets, especially uh, once yeah. uh, once they uh, went and got Harden in the trade. Uh, but but the Suns. We're fifty to one on the opener. The Hawks were hundred to one when we opened the future book. Yeah. Uh, you could have gotten the Suns about two months ago, even to size thirty, forty to one. Wow. So there was a, so any time you've got it, listen when you've got long shots in there, those are the teams that are going to uh, to have you're going to have your uh, typically going to have your exposure on, uh, and that's why compared to the four years ago, Jimmy, with the Golden Knights, that's yeah. one of those numbers. You know, we expected it, you know, 300, 500 to 1. You, you, know what the, you know what the thing is, like, you watch these things, you look at them, and, and from our side of the con, and obviously mm-hmm. people like me who run this stuff my, my whole life, you can't get stubborn. Well, I got a little stubborn telling Chris, I didn't think the Hawks were this good. And even we know that, like, the, the start, what, uh, you know, 14 and yeah. 
whatever, whatever the hell it was. Uh, but the guys did a marvelous job down there. And sometimes you get your ass kicked because you want to be, you want to outsmart everybody. Uh, I just told Chris earlier today, I said, you know, I underestimated the Hawks, and they really put me in my place. And they can win it. They're, <laughs> they're, they're good. Yeah, they're good. You know, the, the other thing about futures, though, when you when you do take a hit. Uh, on the futures, I mean, and, and Jimmy will remember this all too well. Uh, uh, 1991 uh, baseball futures were a, an absolute crusher. The, the, the uh, 1991 was the Braves and the Twins, uh, but what that did for the future book business, oh my goodness, in the long run, was sensational. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, um, Ahmad, uh, I was I was talking to Steve when uh, when the series started. He says, "How are we going to do, Jimmy?" I says. We're going to do it real good, uh, Steve. I said, we're going to either lose 140000 but we can only lose 190000 on the other side. <laughs> the Braves and the Twins is like, you know, just how much was you going to lose? Oh, that 91 series, right? Yeah, yeah that was 91. exactly yeah. what it was. Both yeah. teams came from worst to first from the previous oh, year. Oh, that's right. That was an incredible game. Seven there. That was terrific. Jimmy Vaccaro, legendary Las Vegas bookmaker. As always, we appreciate the time. Try and stay cool in that 115-degree heat. Thank you, sir. See you guys later. Thank you very much. See you, buddy. Always great insights. When we come back, we're going to get into a couple of plays and things that we're looking up here next on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
from the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second information you need. Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. I'm Amal Shaw filling in for Matt Humans alongside, of course, Vinny Maiulo. Vinny, uh, it's been a terrific postseason so far in the National Hockey League in the NBA. Uh, but to me, I'll tell you what, tonight's game five between the Islanders and the Lightning is going to be extremely critical to determining potentially one of the two finalists uh, for Lord Stanley's Cup as the Isles are a big dog on the road here. What are the numbers sitting at? Right now, just went to a dollar eighty on Tampa Bay. Omal. We had uh, uh, the Lightning as 85, uh, $0.85 cent favorites. Uh, then we, you know, again, uh, penny, penny line, uh, in this case, when we get, we treat it like a baseball game. So yeah. we went to, went to a... Uh, a ten cent line, and then uh, as we approach and we get up, I want to say about a dollar sixty, uh, and then you get to a fifteen cent. So right now, uh, sitting at eighty uh, sixty five for the uh, plus sixty five for the Isles. So folks took a uh, dollar seventy and a dollar sixty eight uh, with the Isles. For people that may not know what you're referring to, you said the ten yeah. cent line and then potentially fifteen at sixty. Can you yeah. just expand on that sure. a little bit? So what, typically, what you do is you you start your your uh, your uh, your spread, okay, your straddle at Pickham, let's say. So Pickham here in a ten cent baseball line would be minus one hundred five to both sides, yeah. and all the way up to probably about a dollar sixty. When you get to that, that you determine your cutoff to where you're going to go to fifteen cents, and the, the higher the number, then the uh, uh, the straddle becomes. Uh, becomes higher. Okay, I mean, obviously, there's not a 10 cent straddle uh, when Degrom took the hill today at minus 275. Uh, but that's where you start, and uh, that's uh, uh, where it increases. So we treated the uh, the baseball, uh, the money line uh, uh, side in the hockey uh, the same way as baseball is, and, and the response has been very good. So uh, the initial response so far tonight in Game Five in Tampa by the way, uh, is uh, going towards the Islanders. Yeah, I think the Lightning win this game. The price is a little bit high. It's been now readjusted to minus 180. It was at 182. Total of five in this one. Uh, heavily shaded to the over minus 140. Ben, I think Tampa wins, but I don't want to lay this price with the Lightning, and I'm not going to lay a goal and a half either. Uh, I, I just think they're they're the more complete team. I believe they're the best team yeah. going right now in the playoffs. Well, they're, they're, listen, they are they are the favorites right now, too. I'm all, let's face there. And, and, well, although... For, it, and when I say that, I can't say it in terms of the money because of the regional bias uh, with the Golden Knights. There's just so much support for the Golden Knights right now. Uh, but the Lightning, uh, plus what, plus a dollar sixty-five. You know, you might be able to get a uh, dollar eighty-five somewhere uh, for them because uh, you know uh, folks are trying to mitigate. Uh, there's still a little bit of liability, as Jimmy indicated, uh, to, and because of the bias of the Golden Knights. So, uh, but you don't mind having a team like Tampa going for you too, uh, as a, as a bookmaker. A quick update from City Field in New York right now: the Metropolitans now lead the Atlanta Braves four nothing. Dominic Smith with the bases clearing two out double in the bottom of the fifth inning. And Vin, this was very critical because first of all, this is going to give the Mets great opportunity to be able to cover the run line. They're laying a run and a half minus one twenty instead of that price that they were originally at. But if you had the first five total under three, or if you had the over three, you get there, or the other way you may have failed. But Mets right now leading 4 nothing bottom of the fifth with two outs. Remember, this is only a seven-inning game because it's part mm-hmm. of a doubleheader. Yep, uh, and DeGrom finally getting uh, a, a, a guy's getting, the Mets getting a clutch hit in a game that he fits. So I have to correct some too. I thought it was uh, that uh, it was a ground rule double in yeah. the last inning uh, that uh, – 
that was declared. Uh, I thought it kind of ricocheted. It might have hit the ground and it hit both of their heads and then went over the uh, uh, over the wall. We didn't see that tonight on the replay. But uh, a key hit for the Mets, uh, rare uh, for them to do that with uh, DeGrom on the hill. The other part is the total on this game. Uh, we used four and a half to start, and uh, they bet it over to five. So let's, uh, let's remember that uh, there's uh, there's total implications here as well as the side. Great point you make there because, remember, the Mets are just going to have one more A-B, and you're looking at Jacob DeGrom, probably going to go a complete game, has given up one hit, and the reality is it should not have been a hit. Yes. And I hate the fact that in Major League Baseball, these official scores don't rule it an error when two guys allow a ball to drop right. in between them that should have been clearly caught. No question about it. They're looking at the ball, and then the next thing, they're looking at the ball above them, and then they're looking at the ball on the ground, and they're looking at each other. I mean, I, I can That's... only imagine what was going through Jacob DeGrom's head. Like, what are you morons doing out yeah. here? Just catch the ball. It was a routine fly ball. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything where it was out of the ordinary where they couldn't have made a play on it. And unfortunately, now there's not going to be a shot for a no-hitter there as the, uh, Pete Alonso strikes out for probably the 3,000th time this month. Um, th- I mean, this guy can't put the ball in play to save his life right now. This team uh, has got to get going offensively because their pitching is dangerous enough where they're going to win a lot. They're already making a pitching change. I think, the, and again, this is another game where I didn't, what was his pitch count, about 60 or so? Well, we're in the fifth end of five, so I'm going to say probably around 70, but probably not much more than that. So he He's not throw, uh, uh, pitched a game this year. I don't believe he's gone over 80. Maybe 85 might have been his max in any of his uh, uh, starts this year. So here it is. Uh, you know, now, as, as a, you know, as a Met fan, as a Met backer, right? You, there are folks out there saying, "Is he okay?" Well, that's, we'll find out, I guess, right? Because yeah. the last three games has been a bit an issue uh, uh, when he's come out of the game. Yeah, it really is, and that's the one concern you have, and I think if you're the Mets, if you can get a large lead towards the end of the season, then I'd like to see him get a little bit of rest in between starts if well, possible. Yeah, and what I think will help that is the rest of their pitching staff getting healthy. And, you know, Syndergaard uh, has been pushed back uh, uh, even further into the season, uh, but you got Peterson now, you got some other guys that uh, that have uh, uh, that have hit the, uh, the IR too, so... Uh, interesting to watch and see how things uh, progress for the Mets. I mean, they're at the top of the division, but they've also played few, the fewest games because they missed out on the, that first uh, uh, part of the season, uh, particularly in games against Washington, who they struggled with this weekend. They couldn't score this weekend. I mean, they lost three out of four to, uh, uh, to the Nationals. Yeah, our producer Ben Wilson telling us that DeGrom only 70 pitches through five innings, so just 14 per inning average, uh, had only eight in the first inning. Uh, increased a little bit with a couple of walks, but uh, did pitch extremely well overall. You can see Atlanta was off balance in this one. Uh, Vinny, want to get back to the series between the Knights and the Canadians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Vegas is still a prohibitive favorite in this one. What do you have the series price at right now between Montreal and the Vegas Golden Knights? The series price right now is uh, back up to three sixty. Uh, again, now it's it, uh, it's certainly high. Uh, it's a it's a best of three, but the Knights do have two of the remaining three games scheduled to be here in Las Vegas at T-Mobile. So, uh, yeah, uh, up to 360 here. You know, it's interesting, Amal, and you put up a, a point in the first hour where it, it you, you, you could certainly uh, say uh, that the Canadians outplayed uh, the, the Knights uh, last night. Uh, but and, and, of course, and the Knights win the game in overtime. Uh, I thought that uh, the Knights probably outplayed the Canadians in Game Three, yeah. uh, and the reverse uh, the reverse occurred. So full marks uh, to the Canadians, and uh, we were talking to Chuck Esposito, uh, you know, that, that, you know, and he brought up a, a, a correct point that had this been a normal season, 
the Canadians probably wouldn't have. Uh, they, they would not. I mean, uh, when you look at the numbers, they would not have made the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is. They're playing their best hockey at the most important time of the year. You can't take away what they're doing uh, defensively. Price has been outstanding in goal, and their penalty kill is sensational. Uh, you can you can fault the Golden Knights' uh, penalty uh, penal, uh, uh, their their power play all you want, but you've got to attribute it to to the Canadians. I think their power play has been the best of the uh, four remaining teams. Yeah, you know, both goaltenders terrific so far in the series. Price and Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, both with mistakes. You know, the Price goal last night, I thought it was a fairly soft goal for someone of his caliber mm-hmm. to make that mistake. It didn't feel like Vegas was going to be able to score in that third period. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you a play that, to me, went underrated. Max Pacioretty coming back on a Gallagher opportunity in front of the net, defending, getting a stick down, kind of lifting mm-hmm. Gallagher's stick. It would have been a terrific shot opportunity from about 10 feet out. Yep. And, but but I think the bigger difference was, was Leonard yeah. uh, when you think about it. Uh, and, uh, I, I, you know, the question is, uh, you know, we talked about it with, uh, with Chuck. Is it, uh, in fact... Uh, uh, who's going to go in goal in the next game? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I still, I think he goes back to, to Fleury. I, I do too. You know, the rest. Uh, I think he just needed uh, uh, a game off. I mean, he's had to uh, carry the uh, the burden. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think Leonard. I'm not going to blame that first game against Colorado on Leonard, although the first goal was very poor. But we've seen Fleury give up some poor goals, and both of these guys have responded. The good thing is you've got this luxury uh, at this uh, at this time of year where you can go with. Uh, two solid uh, goaltenders, and uh, both of them support each other. So uh, it remains to be seen, but needless to say, uh, to your point, Knights 360 for the series, 250 in Game 5 tomorrow. You know, for me, if you're Montreal, you've got to win Game 5. I I think it's going to be very difficult to be down uh, 2-3 and then have to win in Montreal Mm -hmm. and then come back and win. Not that they can't. It just feels like there's a lot more pressure. But if you win Game Number Mm -hmm. 5, and you're going back home, and you feel pretty good how you played in those two games, I think you really like your chances. Well, and I think uh, the Knights, it's going to depend on need, uh, need to get a lead. Uh, yeah, let's face it, you know, game uh, game. And we know that Montreal can win here. We saw them uh, We saw them get the split uh, last week. I'm glad you brought that point about getting a lead. I think in this game, particularly in Game 5 tomorrow night, whichever team scores first, you, it's not like it hasn't been the case in the Islanders and uh, Lightning series mm-hmm. as well, but in this one, it just feels like... If you're behind, it's going to be extremely difficult to come back. I mean, look at look at the scenarios. You took a fluke play uh, against mm-hmm. Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, Price giving up a bad goal for both these sides to come back and win their game. Yeah, psychological. You just see the body language. You get that vibe. Yeah. You watch it, right? And it's it's a different vibe than who has the lead in uh, in uh, between uh, the Islanders and, and Tampa. And speaking of, you know, let's face it, Tampa has got to feel pretty good uh, about their chances, I mean, they were down three nothing the other day, and they uh, they almost tied it. I mean, let's yeah. so they almost uh, went down three. Uh, they, they only lost three to two. So, uh, still good hockey, and uh, the fact that it's extended, and we've got uh, the finals going on now uh, through the rest of the month, uh, makes it for uh, make it for a terrific summer of business here. Yeah. It's going to be interesting how these series play out in terms of when we get started in terms of the Stanley Cup Finals. But we're looking at, obviously, two Game 6s for sure. Could be potentially looking at a Game 7 in one or both series. So a lot to uh, determine in terms of how it's going to go. But remember, Vegas would have a home ice advantage against the Islanders or against Tampa. And, of course, the other side would have home ice advantage against Montreal. Yeah, Montreal is going to be is the number, one, uh, number four seed, uh, and the Vegas Golden Knights are number one. 
I want to thank Sean and uh, Ben and everybody else here at Visa, and of course my guy Vinny Maiulo. Uh, I'm Amal Shaw filling in for Matt Humans. Humans will be back in tomorrow. That's going to do it for us here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.